Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Powered by Clear Vision Development Group. This is Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Welcome to the program where today on the show, I had intended to have Scott Novis, but right at the last minute, Scott got sick, couldn't be on the show. So you're going to get me today. And I look forward to having Scott on the program down the road because he's a games master and he's going to tell us how to improve our work cultures by the use of playing games. And so I was looking forward to that, but we'll get to that when Scott feels up to it and he gets back on his feet, we'll have him on better than before. So in the meantime, through some conversations I've had lately with some of my clients, this usually kind of comes out during the fourth quarter planning season when we're thinking about 2022 and going into the year and doing a lot of brainstorming about what's possible and the capacity of the leaders that it's going to require in order to accomplish some of the things we want to accomplish in the coming 12 months. And so out of those discussions, I just started making a little list. What does it take for a leader to be successful when they are guiding a company to new territory and new heights, they're scaling it. Maybe they're even turning it around from the whole COVID stuff that's been going on. We're in the process of putting things back together now after COVID and all. And so I really don't know what to call this except for expanding your capacity. And I know I've talked about expanding capacity before on the podcast, but this is a new list and I want to share it with you today. I got six things on it and I'll just discuss them as we go. And we'll do that coming up here on better than before. I also have five quotes to energize your week this week. Today's better than before is sponsored by university Subaru university, Subaru homegrown and proud of it. There's nothing quite like the love of a good dog at university. Subaru, it seems to us they're all good. See special pet-friendly features in the new 2021 Subaru Outback and Forester. It's never been easier to hit the open road with your best friend and to keep them safe with Subaru all-wheel drive. Subaru is dog-tested and dog-approved. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru and a dog a dog. University Subaru, Columbia, homegrown and proud of it. Are you working twice as hard but enjoying fewer rewards? Maybe you're highly accomplished, but you just can't seem to break through and make the next big move. Or you run a business that has begun to grow stagnant. It doesn't have to stay that way. Even the best leaders have felt as if their careers were spiraling out of control. But that's when they had to lead and lead big. 
Tony Richards' new book, The Big Idea, 52 Ways to Be a Better Leader Now, will help launch you forward in leadership. Learn how to take charge and lead yourself, lead others, and lead your company. Purchase online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. Better than before. I'm Tony Richards, your host. And as I was explaining in today's open, I've been making a list of some of the things we've been talking about with my clients over the fourth quarter and moving into a brand new year in 2022. What are some things that a leader has to do, especially when they are taking the turbulent, bumpy ride in growing a company, scaling a company, moving through areas that perhaps you haven't been moving through in quite some time or maybe ever before? Sort of like the recent COVID disruption in the labor force, disruption in supply chains. You're probably very familiar with the various challenges, inflation, just a lot of things going on right now in the American business economy that affects business that CEOs and leaders have to be aware of. And so let me just do the list. I've got six things that I think are really important for leaders in these changing times. Number one, A leader does not get distracted away from the main cause by issues that use time and energy out of proportion to the dominant cause. Let me read that again. A leader doesn't get distracted away from the main cause by issues that use time and energy out of proportion to the dominant cause. In other words, you don't get off on rabbit trails with issues that at the end of the day don't have anything to do with the number one thing you're trying to accomplish this year. You can get distracted, and you'll remember that I love to say this. My grandmother told me at one time when I was a little boy, don't chase two rabbits, focus on one, because if you chase two of them, you're never going to catch the one you wanted in the first place. And so a lot of times we get caught up in chasing rabbits, and they're using up our time. They're using up our energy. They don't have anything to do with the main thing that we're really working on. So The number one thing is don't get distracted and don't take your eye off the main thing with all these little things. Number two, a leader is prepared to accept immediate deprivation in exchange for future gratification. In other words, you delay anything that would be good and happy and rewarding for you today that's going to sacrifice getting to the bigger reward or the main thing you want to get tomorrow. And there was a study done back in the 60s with children, and they wanted to see how well children were learning how to delay their gratification for something later. And so they had a tray of cookies and they had a cake and they told the kid, hey, you can have this whole cake later if you don't eat one of the cookies now. And I think 25 out of 26 kids failed the test. They wanted the cookie now and they sacrificed the cake that they could have had later if they would have waited and not eaten any of the cookies. And so that's the way a lot of people are today. We live in a society of instant gratification. We live in the drive through restaurant. We live in the microwave, cell phone, texting. People will text you and then text you again. Are you getting my text? 
or they'll send you an email and they'll say, did you get my email? When they could have just come talk to you instead of sending an email and they could have maybe got their answer faster instead of sending something that's meant to be read later and sending other messages asking if you've read their message yet. We don't like to postpone our own gratification. And that is not conducive to bigger long-term goals. Obviously, if you want to lose weight and you want to weigh a certain amount of pounds at the end of the month, there are certain things you're going to have to do. And a lot of it has to do with denying yourself some things along the way so that your metabolism can get to a place where it's burning off more than you're consuming. You may want a cookie right now, but if you do that, you're going to sacrifice the weight loss you want at the end of the month. And so leaders that are pretty effective in these situations like scaling or turnarounds or situations where you get knocked off course or whatever, leaders are more successful when they have this ability to accept deprivation in exchange for the future gratification. Number three. A leader has realistic perspective on the urgent. So if you have a lot of clarity on what it is you're trying to accomplish, the tactical pieces of the strategy that come along or that get brought up by other people or that rear themselves, a really good leader is able to immediately process what's important and what isn't. What needs to be paid attention to right now and what doesn't. I recently was in a meeting with an executive team just in the last, well, let's just say few days. And they were struggling to get where they wanted to get to in the next short amount of time. And so I just went to the whiteboard and started asking them, what are the things that are in our way right now? What are the blockages that we're experiencing that are keeping us from accelerating toward the goal we want to achieve? And we made a list of six things. And then I said, okay, out of these six things, what is the one thing that if we focused on it for the next couple of weeks and we changed it and replaced it with something that empowered us instead of something that disempowered us, which one of the six would that be? And they immediately all picked number four. And I said, okay, if we were to work on number four, what would we need to do? And we just sort of worked through that whole framework that I was presenting until we had made major progress on that particular item before the week was out. We rallied the people that needed to get involved and the managers sat in a room and we decided on a course of action and action was taken and we were rapidly moving toward removing that block from the list of blocks that was keeping us from moving forward. And once we removed that block, we were going to make a lot of progress because that's why we picked the priority out of the list, right? You have to have a realistic perspective on the urgent, what needs to be done right now, not all of it, because that's unrealistic. We are not going to solve these six things all at one time. However, if we can solve the one that makes the most progress, that would be very helpful. Number four, a leader is prepared to accept failure with insight and optimism. What does that mean? Okay. You fail immediately go to work on learning what you need to learn from the failure. That's the insight. And then find something positive or a couple things positive out of the failure that you can put in your pocket and move on, but leave the failure behind, analyze the situation, take the good from it, put it in your pocket and keep trucking. Number five, 
Leaders attain that they might use the attainment to expand and share growth with others. What is the reason why you're progressing in your career? What is the reason that you are taking things? And I've said this many times, but I've journaled all the way back to the 80s. You know, I started doing the journaling thing way back there in the 1980s during my career. And I can go back to some of those journals from like, okay, I'm going to date myself now. So now we're in the 20s of 2020. So the 2010s, the 2000s. So that's 20 years. Then we got the 90s. That's 30 years. And we got the 80s. That's 40 years. So we're talking about 30 something to 40 years ago. I can go back to those journals and things that I wrote down that are just as true and useful today as they were back then. So that's just reinforcing my point. What's the use in learning if you're not going to retain it and be able to pass it on to help other people? It's just second nature to me, but I think right now you're having trouble finding people. You're having trouble finding good people. I know this because everybody is. But what I find is that people gravitate toward the leaders that they feel have their best interests at heart. And so if you feel like there's three people you could go to work for, it would be silly to go to work for the one who just paid you the most. And it would be smart to go to work for the one that you think you can get the most out of to accelerate your career. Because taking the most pay in a job because it's the most pay is an extremely short-term strategy. It has always been, and it always will be because it's just common sense that when the market readjusts itself and there's people willing to come to work for a job for way less, but just as competent, why would you continue to pay somebody a lot of money when they're not as competent as somebody you could get for less? It just doesn't make sense. So if you're going to use that strategy of just trying to get the most from someone in a job, you better be pretty good. That's all I can say, because desperation turns to abundance and a pretty rapid pace. And when there's a lot of something, everything's worth less. When there's a scarcity of something, everything's worth more. You just got to keep in mind that that cycle continues to cycle. And when you get caught in a situation where you cashed in on the abundant, and then you're needy in the scarcity, you're going to be in trouble. Number six, leaders very often move from crisis to crisis, losing some crisis and winning in other crisis, but they always gain ground at every opportunity. That means you're winning when you're losing. And I've seen this over and over and over. Leaders who are really on top of their game, will find a way that even if they lose, they gain something very important to help them with the main focused objective. Again, the focus is always on the number one thing you want to accomplish. And you could go through a crisis that really affects three, four, and five on your priority list, but you find a way to add to number one, you still win. And so these are just some things that I've jotted down recently. So you're getting the benefit of just some of my journaling today. I didn't even have an official title for this, but there are six ways that leaders can grow and develop capacity when they're in a growing situation, a scaling situation, or a turnaround situation. If you can keep these six things in mind, you don't get distracted away from the main cause. 
You can delay your gratification for gratification down the road. You have realistic perspective on what's important and what's not. You're prepared to accept failure with learning and optimism and that you gain in order to help others and share with others on the team. And you move from crisis to crisis, knowing that you're going to lose some and you're going to win some, but overall you're still going to gain ground on the number one objective. If you can do those six things, you'll be in good shape, even though it looks like and feels like you're on a roller coaster ride, you're still ascending. You're still going up the growth curve to bigger capacity, bigger results and overall growth. Stand by. I got five quotes for you that'll energize your week and inspire you coming up next right here on Better Than Before. There's nothing quite like the love of a good dog. At University Subaru, it seems to us they're all good. See special pet-friendly features in the new 2021 Subaru Outback and Forester. It's never been easier to hit the open road with your best friend and to keep them safe with Subaru all-wheel drive. Subaru is dog-tested and dog-approved. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru and a dog a dog. University Subaru, Columbia, homegrown and proud of it. Receive weekly coaching tips from Tony Richards, delivered straight to your inbox. Whether you're a CEO or an entrepreneur, Tony can help you reach your goals and give you a competitive edge within your industry. Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo covers topics ranging from leadership development to teamwork to company culture and more. Text the word leadership to 38470 to sign up for Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo or sign up online at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. This is Tony Richards. I've got five quotes that are going to energize your week and inspire you on the great things. Number one, the purpose of life is to live a life of purpose. Richard Leader. Number two, in order to be a great team, it starts with being a great teammate. Coach John Calipari. Number three, reason and judgment are the qualities of a leader. Tacticus. Number four, if you're seeking approval, get a dog. But seeking approval from potential clients you are pitching is not fair to them since you'll never confront, never push back, never critique, and they might as well have another employee, Alan Weiss. And number five, almost all improvement comes via simplification of design, simplification of production, simplification of process, and simplification of procedure. Tom Peters. That's our show today. Better Than Before is sponsored by University Subaru. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony Richards 4, and you can join my free Facebook page, Tony Richards Speaker, Author, Coach. Special thanks, as always, to super producer Tessa Hall for putting this together and making me sound good. And until we visit again next week, I'm your host for Better Than Before, Tony Richards, reminding you, everything gets better when you get better. for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.